podcast listeners, welcome back to another episode of A Quiet Mind. My name is Robert and I am your host and just wanted to say congratulations for being here now with me in this moment. I appreciate you taking out the time in your busy schedule to make an effort to be here with me right now and just listening. So I tried something a little bit different in this podcast. I wanted to go out into the woods. Um, It's a regular practice of mine. Uh, It's what I do when I might be feeling a little imbalanced or a little off. And I was definitely experiencing that here just a couple of days ago. Um, What's today? Let's see. Today is uh, Friday, February 24th, 2017. So this must have been uh, on uh, Wednesday. So I'm out in the woods and I'm walking around. I walked around silently for quite a while just just to get uh, in tune with nature. And I'm sharing a little of that in the beginning of the podcast, just experimenting here. And I'd love to know... um, how you feel about that, and if you found that distracting or if you found that interesting. Because uh, I would prefer to be outside when I'm talking to you at times. So I would love your feedback after you listen to this podcast. And you can get in touch with me by sending me an email to aquietmind at gmail.com. Also, I give you a little bit of information in this podcast where you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook and uh, Patreon and all those other goodies. So without further ado, I'd like to uh, share this new podcast with you. And if this is something that you like and you want to hear more often, once again, just let me know in whatever way, shape, or form you would like to. And once again, thanks so much for listening.
I came up here on top of the mountain to go for a walk and try to record a podcast. So I'm just out here observing, listening, being quiet. Now I'm talking. (laughs) And this is what I do to get grounded. I hate to say something that sounds a little too new agey, but what the hell. I feel grounded now being up here in this beautiful pine forest surrounded by massive ponderosas and alligator junipers. I just saw six, probably six beautiful squirrels. Um, I'm ashamed not to know what they're called, but I don't really need to label something to enjoy it. But they have these great tufted ears. And I hope the wind isn't too much of a distraction while I talk. Right now it seems to be very soothing. There's some snow melt runoff to my left that I've picked up a few times while recording. And I'm just, like I said, wanted to come up here and walk on the nice cushiony earth from all these pine needles, listen to the birds, and just share that with you. I've been down a rabbit hole for probably about a month and haven't been out as much as I like. Also, haven't been interacting with uh, friends that often. And the climate, without saying too much, for most of my friends, I'm seeing them go through some of the same emotions that I've been processing. And frustrated, angry, filled full of fear, seeing friends and family being broken, being split apart over differences of opinions. And it's quite uh, chaotic and... the exact opposite of what we would call grounded. So, this is a good spot to come, and I know not all of you can come out here, but I do hope I'm conveying some of the calming energy that is in a forest with large trees. 
there are some other sounds here too, but I'm not going to let them bother me. There are, there are some cars here and there, and there's airplanes, but they're okay. They're all part of the whole. They're all with us here, hurtling through space on the blue globe, the blue planet. We're all connected here. We're all interdependent. Essentially all things, including ourselves and our surroundings, the earth that I'm walking upon right now, all things are essentially empty, but at the same time, full. Otherwise, how could I be walking on ground and enjoying this beautiful space? So, getting back to how I've noticed people are responding to the current climate. Purposely, during this time where I was seeing manifested in front of my eyes what looked like complete and total disorder and chaos had really put me in a place where I once again had to go inward to seek some sort of semblance of order or balance and it inspired me to get a small tattoo of the yin-yang symbol. I will put a picture of that up at the website, which is aquietmind.com. And in case you're wondering, A Quiet Mind does have a Facebook page. It's, uh, you go to facebook.com forward slash... A Quiet Mind Podcast. And I put some things up there from time to time. You can follow what's going on there. And I also share some video on YouTube at uh, youtube.com forward slash A Quiet Mind TV. If you love this podcast and what I'm doing, I've also set up an account with... uh, Patreon.com. That's patreon.com forward slash a quiet mind. And there are all my commercials except for this last one. For about five years, I've been working on a book that goes a little further in depth into what we're talking about here, where we're seeking balance, peace, harmony, calm in this world of ours that is seemingly completely out of our control and completely out of balance right now for some of us. But here's here's my teacher, and that's why I'm wandering around the woods. Here's a good example here.
just a little snow runoff here from the top of Mingus Mountain where I'm wandering around in the pine forest. So like I said, this is what I do. When you come out here and you get surrounded by thousands of old trees and you're walking on this earth that has that flexibility to it, the give feels like it's spongy, soft, welcoming, yet solid. And then you experience these beautiful animals that are here. And just in observing how they interact with what's surrounding them, there is a balance there. There is a harmony there. What is this balance or harmony that we see all around us, visually and audibly and with all of our senses, when we look to nature, even though what we might perceive as a lot of the same things that we experience as humans, um, you know, the struggle, there's struggle here, there's, there's pain, there's probably frustration. <laughs> And at times it's unpredictable, or seemingly unpredictable, especially to a human mind. Storms come up, tragedies happen, lives are taken, new life comes in the spring. <laughs> I sound like Chauncey Gardner again. Great movie, by the way, if you should watch it. It's called Being There. When I was a kid, I really loved that movie. So, being that there is this order in the supposed chaos, how do we become a part of that? How do we feel that solidity, <laughs> balance, harmony? I say you have to go out and go for a walk in nature. And if you can't do that, the next best thing, <laughs> the next best thing is probably going to be something like zazen, meditation. Um And uh, I'm thinking about offering or doing, because I do a live meditation class here in the town where I live called Jerome. We meet once a week and we sit together for 20 minutes and then I might give a little talk on, uh, you know, posture and breathing and stuff like that. So I'm just putting it out there. If... This is something that might interest people. Uh, go find me on Facebook and uh, 
get involved there and express your interest if you have any to do a meditation a live meditation we did it for a while years ago might be a good thing for us that's also a really good way to um, get back into that center that calm stillness that's within this time that we're in is an incredible invitation for us if we're seeking if we're looking for peace harmony happiness balance the message we're getting right now is don't look to someone outside of yourself whether that be an organization or a group <laughs> to make it right or make it okay because what's happening out there right now is a manifestation of what I would call, for a better word, kind of a collective conscious of the superego. And what we're seeing manifest is that other side of us, in quotes, that is motivated sheerly by what arises from the ego. And we know the fuel there for our friend the ego. There's our friend the raven. He is uh, me, 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 mine, mine, my, I, I, I. What's in it for me? I want, I need, I desire more, more, more. Never enough. Never satisfied. Always looking for the grass is greener, the next thing, the next shiny object <laughs> that will give the little creature, the little mind dragon up there, <laughs> some sort of uh, satisfaction. Ever fleeting satisfaction. Impermanent liquid satisfaction. <laughs> and, uh,. This consumer society is built up around that. That's that. That's okay. We don't need to get cons you know on the conspiracy side of things. That's just what it is, and it's a gift. It's that other side of the same coin. It's there for us. It's our reminder. It's our invitation to seek elsewhere for wholeness and to feel complete. To understand who we are, why we're here, what this is all about. I can give you kind of a synopsis on that and what I found. Doesn't matter, but I'm the one talking right now. <laughs> and you have a voice. You know, send me an email. Uh, connect on Twitter. I'm on Twitter too. I hardly use it. I'm more of a Facebook person. Anyway, I'm, I digress. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's this all about? How can I feel safe, secure, stable, happy, balanced, 
listen to the sound of the wind in this spot that I'm in right now. There's no trees here. There's some old power lines above my head. There's no protection. So we're getting a lot of wind noise. I'm going to move back the other way. Those trees are our protectors of the wind and the cold. Be happy that things are crazy on the outside because we can't look there anymore for answers. The outside is not going to provide us for the lasting happiness and balance that we all crave. That doesn't mean that we can't look to the outside as I am now in finding some sanity in this chaotic experience. But there can't be any sweet without there being sour. So we know that. We have the daytime, we have the nighttime. The yin and yang. The left and the right. This symbol fascinates me because when you look at it, there are these two objects within a circle. And the way that they're shaped, they look like they're in motion together. One of them's black, one of them's white. And each one of them has a spot inside of them of the other color. So within the black, there's a white spot. Within the white, there's a black spot, a little piece of each one inside of the other. But what's fascinating to me is the circle that holds both of these supposedly opposite energies, we can call them. I found a little spot to sit here. If I can get my flutes off my back. So I became intrigued with that circle that's holding both energies. I thought that was, that's pretty fascinating. What is that? <laughs> and my experience with that became one of, boy, I think when we look at the old teachings like the Tao and the Upanishads, and they talk about this energy that is holding everything and is everything, and that this energy in and of itself is who we are, and the essence of that energy is emptiness. Everything coming from nothing. And it's not so much that things don't exist. And it's not so much that this world is an illusion. As it is that these things that exist here in this reality. Even these beautiful trees that I'm surrounded by. And these solid rocks that I'm having my back against right now. All of these things at their essence are of course 
made of tiny little particles. And we know a lot about that now. And I'm no scientist. I don't know a lot about that. I am fascinated by it. But these little tiny particles are making up this whole experience. And essentially, they're empty. And they come together because emptiness is form, form is emptiness. The Heart Sutra. An amazing, an amazing um, full explanation of the practice of Zen. Not the practice, but, you know, the philosophy, the whatever you want to call it. So, that fascinates me. The other thing that fascinates me is everything is temporary. Someday, th- everything's cyclical. Someday, this will all be gone. As we will be gone, our bodies will be gone. Um, the trees, everything here is going to have its end point. But... The energy that's holding all of this is timeless. And it is the timeless now. No past, no present, no future. It's space, the space that's holding all of this, which is infinite, and we're never going to understand it. And I don't understand it either. It's ineffable. <laughs> I really like that word. Um, I have had my own personal experiences of this that because they were so beautiful that's why you're listening to my voice right now I never ever thought that I would record my voice and share it with people this all came because I was given such a gift to be able while out in nature like this to experience my mind completely quiet what a revelation it just stopped and when it did wow what was beyond my mind is was beautiful and infinite so and i'm not a special sunflower <laughs> you know i think and even a lot of the great teachers have said that everyone can have this direct experience of their essence their true nature Um, Some other teachers have called it presence or space or even space consciousness. Got a lot of different names. The point is that doing different practices can offer us that opportunity. And that's all I'm trying to point to. Mine was a walk in the woods. um, In the snow. And it, it was... It was making so much noise that I put all of my attention on it, and then suddenly, you know, everything in my mind went quiet. So, but quiet mind is not the goal. We certainly don't want to have a goal, and we don't want to try to be quiet. It's almost impossible. But it can be experienced. Why is quiet the answer? Quiet's not really the answer. (laughs) Other teachers have pointed to this. The invitation is there to arrive at this place within you that is quiet. That is beyond all of the tumultuous expression of the planet and all the people and, and, and beings that live on it. It's a, it's a 
It's the other side of the same coin of that, which is devoid of all the so-called activities. And this is what resides at your innermost being. And you are that. Not only are you that, everything else is that. You know, they call it um, Buddha nature, too. That's another thing. So, the whole grand design of this experience is a pointer back home. What is home? Home is what you're looking for. What you're looking for is that happiness, the calm, the still, the joy. Not outside. Outside can be an amplifier of that. But grasping, reaching, wanting, needing, desiring objects or relationships or governments to make everything better, uh, that's not the way home. The way home is in that space that resides within all of us. That is our home. The destination is already here. We are already that. We're just being distracted. So any kind of practice that has you sitting still with no goal and no mantra and no net is an opportunity for you to be able to have a direct experience of this. So we've got to go through our processes, though. My way isn't the right way. I'm just talking. I'm just Robert out here in the woods. Enjoying the sounds of nature with you. Such a deep and profound silence within each one of us. It's there. Ah, joy without any reason with, and without measure. Unbounded within us. Do only the special ones get to have that? Absolutely not. We were born with it. It is who we are. Out here in the thing that some refer to as the illusion. And it is very dreamlike. I mean, it's quite fantastic. I mean, I'm surrounded by things that are really miracles. So it is dreamlike the quality is dreamlike but i think the illusion here is that we feel that we're separate from our source we feel that we're separate from happiness and peace and love we feel we're separate from these things and that gateless gate that's within our being our, our mind rather um is the only thing that's clouding us from not knowing that, but actually just being. And then the play continues, and we participate in it. And it's got all of the elements that a good drama should have. It's got the protagonists, the antagonists, he's got the, the, the bad guy and the good guy, the bad gal and the good gal. <laughs> you know? You have the character who has everything, loses everything, and then gets it all back. 
A movie's not going to be good unless people suffer, unless there's pain, unless there's hard work to be changing and opening one's heart to understanding. It's just going to be a lousy movie. You're going to get bored. If we went and watched a movie um, where everybody was perfect and everything was okay and there wasn't any kind of dramatic conflict, we would, we would be bored. And that's actually what, what we call a bad movie. So this is a movie here. We're the director. We're the writer. Oh, but wait, things are happening to me. There's mean people. They're doing stuff to me. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But the most important part is the illusion is that we believe that we're separate from our source, from love, from happiness. We're looking outside to try to fulfill something that is already innate within each and every one of us right now at this very moment. That's why there's never any kind of resolve. Because it isn't until we go inside and investigate this for ourselves in earnest that we can have that direct experience. Aha is what we call it. An aha moment. Aha. And then you've got to laugh. You've got to laugh because there is no one to wake up. And there is no one that is separate from the whole. If you could see the whole universe, and I've said this many times, as a glass, uh, there's a bunch of stuff in it. We are that stuff, and we are the glass, and there is no glass. There's no end to this container. It's infinite. Why is it designed that way? We can look and look and look way, way out into space forever for the answers. I'm not saying that we're not going to find out amazing things about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with science. It's wonderful. But it doesn't have all the answers. There are some answers that are answerless. They're ineffable. And these things are the things that we can discover for ourselves on an, on an inward journey. This is a, a metaphysical approach. So I think I've said what I needed to say. And if we need to get together and do a meditation, let's do it. So that's the end of that podcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And I'll be back soon. Drop me a line. Let me know if you want uh, anything specific mentioned in the next podcast. As always, it's aquietmind at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.